I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, now we have to repeat every dip. Is this our is this our first uh, one in June? Uh, what was last Tuesday? Uh, I think it's the yeah. second one in June. No, it's the first one. So it's June the sixth. Yeah, it's our first one. Oh wow. First June 2023. Yet, it's not summer, because you guys said June 21st is summer. Correct. Uh Ah. Well, um, it is. Uh, it's our first one in June, as far as uh, Tuesday. So we had a we had yeah. a great weekend this past weekend. The Texas Music Revolution in downtown McKinney was kind of cool. It was fun. It was I different didn't, I didn't because it poured music. rain. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hear any music though, which is all right. I didn't go to any of the stages. Actually, I heard the girl that uh, you were because we were close. She was singing some country music. And we heard a little bit of music inside the. Uh, that's true. It's filtered, filtered as well. Filtered as well. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, no, the whole event was basically shut shut down by the yep. torrential rain. Yes. But I love those experiences, actually. Yeah, I, lo- I enjoy them too. I love rain and I love. Paul stripped down nude and was like, oh, I was just splashing around. in the puddles. Oh, it, was, it was wonderful. I was flopping all over the place. And, yeah, yeah, great. but the um, the event itself was kind of cool because you know cool. they do it every year. They've done it for the last actually uh, th- three or four years, and I've set up sound there. Um, the first couple times uh, we set up, you know, pretty big bands. I mean, like a uh, ten piece, you know, twelve piece. I mean, it was it was pretty big. You know, I brought the, the X thirty two soundboard out there, and Austin, um, the Mister Producer, he has really taken the ball and, and is running with it. You yeah, know. so he was doing the sound for the people on stage, right? Hands off, meaning I didn't have to do Beautiful. shit. How do you feel about that? Oh, I love it. Good. I, I absolutely love it. I'm and I'm hoping he enjoys it. So I, that that's that's the biggest thing about it is that you know job knowledge is also the these digital soundboards are a little bit different animals. You know, there's uh, one little setting on there could be can make make or break it. Mm. You know, just uh, you know from you know because it's really intricate. I mean, it's really sophisticated so you could do a little tiny setting in there and, and, and tweak it and the next thing you know there's there's, there's no music well yeah, yeah but i mean th- he did great i mean great granted there wasn't a lot a whole lot of demand plus it rained all god blessing day but you know all in all sound checks set up everything was great it started raining right in the middle of performances yeah and yeah. That, i tell you what that girl who was on the stage what, what a trooper man she she kept going she stayed yeah. up there and played through it i was like yeah. wow Everybody else was kind of like running for cover, and she was like... Yeah, I don't think she was really playing anyone at that point. They all exited the building. Yeah, they did. I felt so dumb. When I first got there, everyone was wearing cowboy hats. Like, everyone. That's country music. I wasn't I know, and I had no idea, right? So I asked Tara, and and Tara's in like a a total country outfit. I go, I go, why is everybody wearing cowboy hats? And she's looking at me like waiting for me to like go, oh, just kidding. And I was like, no, really, I don't know why. And she's like, "Uh, it's a country... A country festival. Country or, festival right? I didn't realize that. I, I just had thought it was no Texas idea. Music. I, I don't. I don't think that's true. Well, uh, the station that puts it on is is ninety five three. The range. Yeah, is that a country is, station? It's a country station. Yeah. Oh, well, there I, you go. It's, it's called Texas Music Revolution, and they have uh, rock bands that have performed out there too. So yeah. I think it's just Texas bands that get out there and they jam. And they just happen to play a lot of country. Yeah, it was pretty you cool. Know. Yeah, there were a lot of um, the the little slice that we we were uh, exposed to. Had a lot of female singers, which is great, but it was kind of like one of those Sarah McLaughlin extended yeah, concerts. Yeah, it was super was mellow. Like, yeah. Especially the one in Filtered. I was like, I oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I want to dance. And I it slipped was, my wrist. I'm tired of giving money the, to those dogs. <laughs> it was the slowest 
most morose version of Creep I've never ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even recognize right. the song. I did, honest. and it was like, oh, really? Are we going to go this slow with it? Right. Because wow. it's already a slow song. A. Well, I want to do creep. some upgrades next year, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm taking over it next year. I'm I'm not. I've been taking the, going to the back seat and letting other people do it. And what does that time, What does that mean? But that means inside that, filtered. You mean? Well, I means I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the reins of the whole festival. Uh, no, no, our right. little slice of it. What filters does? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not necessarily want to like be instrumental in setting up all the equipment. Austin is spot on for that. Plus, uh, I'll get him some help. You know, we have another guy named Hunter that can go out there and, and knock that stuff out. But I'm talking about the programming of it. I'm talking about the, the types of bands that are going to be playing and the intermission. I think intermission is huge. You know, when I, you've got I, I your downtime. See, I can see Sean walking up and down the streets with like a bullhorn, just barking out orders to everybody. Everybody's like, who is this guy? Yeah. Well, what, what, what the fuck is this guy But this guy I, I really want to do what he says because no, it makes sense. I don't see anybody saying that part. Oh, I, I'm almost sure of it. All right, everybody, just listen up. Everybody gather around. Take your shirts off. <laughs> You too, little lady. <laughs> he wants to. He, he wants but a she's only five. <laughs> just, oh, just, God, just God. don't put a jazz band oh. at, for Oktoberfest. Yeah, that was sounding crazy. They had some acapella. That just freaking. It's Oktoberfest. What like, are you doing? Like a barbershop Wait, quartet. That, oh, yeah. that was uh, Mc, at M- in McKinney. That was a. They had. That was Oktoberfest. They yes. had. I a, wasn't there on that one. Why wasn't I there? You're gallivanting. Oh, yeah, you I were, was not invited. I don't. Think. No, no. You were. You were definitely invited. Yeah. I was like, hey guys, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything this afternoon oh, or, or tonight. Yeah. Are you guys doing anything? No, no, we're not. We're not. And then I see all these pictures on Facebook and, and Instagram. I'm like, where are they? Jeff and I. Is that from a, last week? Jeff and I doing body shots. Well, that's when. Uh, that's when. Uh, see, I would have looked at that and gone, "Thank God, I'm not there." Oh bullshit! <laughs> you guys doing body shots off, off each other? Oh, we got tattoos. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> Sampling bourbons. Bourbons. We, we had tequilas bourbon. that night at Oktoberfest. We're drinking tequila. Well, yeah. Well, Scott uh, Scott Cash brought from Tarantula um, Tequila. Um, that seventy proof sweet tequila tarantula. It's, it's really it's good, actually. Oh my gosh, it tastes good by itself. I know. Pour it over ice, and then you add that tarantula mix uh, uh, to margarita mix. Good lord, it's really good. It's really smooth. And it's, it's fantastic. It's sweet tarantula it's sweet, though, tequila. God bless. So we drank, we drank two and a half bottles of that stuff, like in well, Oktoberfest. Oh, I was going to say this oh, past good Saturday. Lord. No, no. I brought this this Saturday. I brought about half a bottle or a third of a bottle of that tequila. That what, is, what kind was it? I don't remember the name of it. It was a twisted bottle. Is that the twisted it? bottle? I know. I know. Yeah, it was I could see it. Very tasty, man. I, I, well, I you didn't have it. the bottle with you. You had it in a in a. I brought a in a, a pouch. A, yeah, I brought a little uh, so reservoir. I, I wasn't sure what it was. Uh, just a, it was You're a like, traveler's hey, man, delight this. that you pick up at the uh, Total Wine. It was package. urine. Right. Yeah, the same thing I use for my urine samples. Well. Uh, I thought there was a little tangy taste to it. Oh, very, how, how do you know urine tastes like tea? Well, I'm into that, Sean. I uh, I like it's, to do golden showers. It's, it's by, uh, it, something it, I do on is weekends. Is it addictive Oh, Oh. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a brown one. It's um It's an a Nijo. A Neho? A Nijo. I dare you walk into like like not total wine. It has to be more, like a, it a, has to be a more Nijo sophisticated. Brown tequila. Can I get some Nijo tequila? Is, is that that Nijo stuff? Yeah, I want some of that right there. And a Joe. And a Joe. 
Um, yes. Well, I'll tell you what. We've got uh, we're, we're sampling something to, to, before Paul gets into a story. He wanted to break into something. We got four grain inspire uh, from Okadina. We're we're oh, yeah. re- this is a go to. I mean, this is a uh, what, do, what do you call it? A redo, not a redo. We've gone That's back to the well with this bottle. We've had we've had quite a bit of the Okanita, and we've had four bottles in there at one time. I don't think I think we have maybe one left. And we just contributed this to the Infinity bottle. So this one is interesting. The That's breakdown uh, because it's fifty five corn. So a lot of the uh, four grain uh, doesn't. I mean, fifty five corn. That's a lot. In eighteen rye and twenty two wheat and five percent barley. Uh, barley. That has got a well-balanced meal there. Yeah, it's pretty pretty balanced. I mean, anything with that much uh, wheat, first well, of all. Well, I mean, well, hold on. What is typical? What's four grains? Ti- what's, yeah, what's typical balance of four grains? I don't think they're all over the place. They're all over the place. It's, okay. it's each well, individual I mean, bourbon, right? And this is FGP stuff that they um, take they and put their little spires in. in right? So they yeah. don't age it. Well, no, they age it in a barrel. It says right there. Um, so what they do? Yes, they do. They it is it's aged and charred American white oak barrels, and they, then we honor the tradition. And um, after after aging, we add a twist. So An American we, oak spire, seasoned we, and toasted. When you when you go to the the place, the oak they have a, a couple uh, storefronts. I've been to one of them. That's where I purchased that one bottle. The one we have tonight, but they have a setup. It's like going to a bar, and you buy your bottle of oak and eat. It's, it's like a base. All right, and you uh, the MGP base, and I guess they have it already uh, pre-soaked for X amount of uh, years, perhaps I don't know. Soaked, uh, aged in, in soaked. a barrel, aged in a barrel, and um, <laughs> so soaked. they you, is you this pick, one barrel soaked? You you they take a spire, you, you get to select from a, uh, different spires, different types of oh, species, cool. different woods, uh, maybe you know, and then you have like different flavors wood, that mahogany. you want to put in there. It kind of looks like uh, an old school pharmacy that you'd find in the early 1900s. You walk into the old docks. A drugstore. Can you break and some apart and like have a medley of woods, Ooh. Uh, uh, like a blend like of spires? A, yes, a bunch okay. of small little cigarette-shaped they spires. Put in, they put it in, in this there. little tiny wood chipper. <laughs> yes, I don't think they do that. Oh. No, no. But what they do have is they've got little pumps or little things that they put in there to give it some uh, flavor. So they're like, all right, well, you get to pick four flavors. Which what do you want to put so in there? So it's here? flavored bourbon at that point. At, well, essentially, because it's like, well, what do you want to put in here? Well, I want to put in a hint of uh, creamy flavors. I want to put. Well, a hold hint on, of you're caramel, saying the only, but the ginger. only thing you're adding is different types of spires. There's no no liquid you're, additive. You're, you're but adding, you could say I want. You're adding a, something else. I want a nice apple. Is it bourbon. liquid? Um, you know, I don't. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. It's so it's like be. apple and cinnamon. Yeah, they've, and they've they've got a thousand you pick from, and cinnamon. everyone cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. Can you add cinnamon I'll some to stone mine? fruit and some cinnamon, please? And and I'll take a a pink spire. Oh jeez, a pink spire. <laughs> Shit. I don't know why I went there. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I think that. I don't know. Uh, that, well, he said cinnamon, and that just set me off. <laughs> why? <laughs> Was he? Yeah, not? I saw his eye go. Because <laughs> I thought he was doing it on purpose, like the way you do your lisp on purpose. I, I do. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's on purpose. Mine, I think it just mine, mine isn't. Mine's authentic. Stop it. Mine's authentic. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. Anyway, uh, it, it's good though. It's ninety proof. No. Okanedon, look, you, you can't go wrong with Okanedon. You Seriously, can't. you can't. Yeah, it's I've, solid. Yeah, the only thing that you can't go wrong with is like, uh, and it's still not a negative thing. I mean, the one we had prior that we drank the shit out of already was uh, it was one hundred fourteen proof. Yeah, it was. You know, I think I, I'm such a hard on over the that those hard uh, bourbons and whiskeys. I I really enjoy yeah. the higher proof stuff. 
Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with this one. This is good, though. It's really good. It's smooth. Yeah, this one's only 90. And it's got a tiny little bite, right? A little bite. It's not like drinking tea. I mean, there is a bite to it. I think that's the ginger or possibly the allspice you are Could be. picking up. Yeah. I was thinking allspice. Well, it is yeah. kind of weird. I mean, and it, and when you look at it, it, you take a drink and then you look at what it says, the creamy flavors, and all of a sudden your brain starts to like, oh, that does taste, because it does taste creamy. Yeah. You know, it's like a creamy and notes of caramel, ginger, and allspice. I could taste all of that. Yeah. No stone fruit in this one. No, uh, no stone fruit. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good deal. So, uh, Paul, you were going to enlighten us uh, with uh, a conversation about something. You said, I'm going to start the podcast off with something. Oh, well, now I've already forgotten. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. I know. I do know it. Oh, uh, All right. Who's the dude in the proposal? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Correct. He owns Mint Mobile. Yes. And they were in a and tournament. Aviator Gin. Yeah, they were in a uh, a soccer tournament, and uh, oh no, he they owe, he owes a soccer team. He Ryan has, Reynolds has a TV show out there. He co-owns a soccer team in uh, in uh, Great Britain. Yeah, there's a TV show out. out oh, okay, it. okay. And they went to a soccer tournament, and, and that team is made up of like forty plus year old uh, retired players. Oh, and, I don't know. Yeah, they're made up of players that are like older, but they're men. Wow. Oh. Uh, older oh. retired players. Well, what is a man? Are you sure? Yes, here is it there, is. Wrexham. Is there a? T- <laughs> so they they were in a tournament. They were in a tournament. Wrexham damn near killed them. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so they're in a tournament where the prize is a million bucks, and they play against the women's national uh, soccer team. Oh, really? And beat them twelve to nothing. So these old were they like forty fi- year olds? Old forty year olds. Co- correct. Correct. And they, it could have been way worse, but I think they backed off. Was it the U.S. women's? Yes. Hold back. Oh, yeah, the U.S. women's soccer team. Yes. Now, it, it wasn't like, the, like it didn't have all of the all the women from well, I mean, the U.S. To, soccer team. To put it in perspective, I mean, that's exactly the way it is. I mean, you have, uh, they, they have uh, 15-year-old uh, soccer teams that are <laughs> that beating the beat women's them. Olympic team. I know. Seven of those goals were scored in 20 minutes. Yes. That's one every three minutes. Yes. It's just one after another. And apparently they had 39 shots on goal, and uh, and the women had five. So it was five, five times they they had a shot on how goal. How do they feel about that when they're all screaming, we need to get paid the exact so same? So it's interesting you say that because they moved on, and they were like, of course, expecting the criticism, and they were like, we were brave, and we were this, and we were that. And, I mean, they were like just trying to spin it like they were. Brave? Was, how? It's not tackle. Yeah, right. Brave to play man <laughs> and get their ass kicked. I guess I, I don't know. Anyway, but I was I was surprised because the 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 author of that article was like, and this comes on the heel of them demanding uh, equal pay and blah blah blah. And I was like, ooh, taking a dig at them. But uh, yeah. Anyway, it just it it's was interesting. Valid. Yeah, it, it is valid. I mean, you know. Well, it's just like uh, I saw an interview with uh, was it one of the Williams sisters, either Venus or Serena, and. Uh, she said that if she went up against the guy, she'd lose to the 400th ranked guy. Yeah. Yes. She admits that. Right. But for some reason, the pundits and the and the libs can't admit that. But you know why? It's because well, if there's they, a difference between men and women. And if they if and if they agree with that, then that would mean that there biologically is a difference between men and women. Correct. And they don't want to admit that because that. 
that undermines the the transgender uh, belief or transgender right. uh, philosophy. Well, did you see that the uh, documentary? I know you saw it. The What Is a Woman documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you seen it yet, Sean? Is that with the the guy with the beard, Matt Walsh? Yeah, yeah. I enjoy his stuff. Yeah, I, I watched. Uh, no, that was an hour long. Hour. And I long. sent you a link on yeah. Twitter, and they had the they had the whole movie free on Twitter. Yeah, and it I was, watched the first fifteen minutes of it. Uh, it, it it's fascinating. Well, the, the first fifteen minutes are good, but the last half of the movie is where it really starts coming together. You just it's fucking crazy. It, it you yeah you you clearly see the the societal pressures that these people are under. Yeah. Anyway, it was viewed 170 million times, or at least opened, right? Yeah. 170 million times, and it went up. It is now the number one streamed movie on uh, Rotten Tomato. Oh wow! And you know that drives them nuts. Oh, oh, batshit crazy. I think in the documentary uh, category. Yeah, batshit crazy. All right, so if you haven't seen it, so basically this guy goes around asking, and he's a he's a famous uh, conservative talk show guy. Yeah, he's a talk talk show guy. Matt yeah. Walsh. Yeah, yeah. So he goes around asking all these various people, including pediatric doctors and a transgender uh, surgery people, and 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 he's very unassuming at first, but then they can they catch on pretty quick that that he's asking uh, what they feel is combative. A combative line of questioning, but he does not present it as combative. He's very, he's very calm, very calm. Just and they react viscerally to him because he's simply asking, "Well, what is a woman?" Correct, yeah. and they can't do it. And like, do you remember how the how the documentary ends? Like what the wife, the yeah. wife's definition? Yeah, yeah. She goes, "Adult human female." Yeah, and he's like, "Ding, ding." That's what it is. <laughs> ding, but ding, no ding, one ding. else, no one else had the ability to answer that question. That's what I, I, I of course, see. you don't know what they edited, but yeah, and it. it, it Part of it's funny because he goes over to Africa and talks to the Maasai tribe, and yes. he asks those same questions. And they thought, it, and they're looking at him like you're stupid, right? And they're laughing their butts oh, off. I when, saw that they were yeah. like, "Really? No, Come a, on. a man cannot be a woman, and vice versa." And this only happens in non—I mean, in only Western countries, like Westernized society, right? Western society, uh, you know, dominant countries, right? What's well, interesting is. Uh, when they when Daily Wire was going to, they're promoting it to say, all right, this is going to be free for twenty four hours or whatever it was. We're going to stream it. Twitter blocked it. That's right. It hit all the right buttons for them. It says, well, because because those people are still in place who are going to block that shit. And Elon, some of them, Elon yeah. had to come back and undo all that personally and make sure it got put up on. But it was still throttled back some as far as viewability, from what I understand. And, and was that wow? A, so there are still people in Twitter that are that. actively doing shit like that. Yes. Yeah, so was it okay? That's what I was going to ask. Was it a system setting or was it a choice that I somebody a, made? I think it's a. T- I don't know. Well, then he should fire them immediately. Yeah. I mean, he, Elon Musk to go around firing people who censor. Period. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if it was an algorithm or people who actually did it. But I thought he tr- he well he's supposedly fixing all that right. The whole algorithm thing, so well, it doesn't it's, it's catch not all something that shit. You can do overnight, Mr. Right? Producer, is there a uh, an excerpt we can? Anyway, it's 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 Matt well Walsh done. Uh, question. He poses the question: What is a woman? And he asked normal people too, like these girls who are just protesting something. I don't know. But okay. Anyway, highly recommend it. Um, it's fascinating. It's not combative. It's not. Uh, he's not an asshole. No, he's not. Um, he is very calm, and he asks direct questions. 
And he asks, he talks to a congressman in California. Oh, yeah. Well, and that guy's as, a total flake. And as soon as they figure out what he's doing, they're like, all right, we're done. Well, well, a staffer yeah. a, a staffer had to walk up to him and uh, and whisper in his ear, uh, yeah, this guy, this guy's, you know, going to lead you to like a corner or something. Right. And he was like, oh, oh, um, uh, I think we're done here. Yes. Yeah, and he gets up and walks away. That right. guy's a douchebag, that, that congressman. Yeah. So anyway, I... Highly recommend it. It's been out for. Can a man become? Ah, oh, here we go. We got some audio here. <laughs> I'm not a woman, so I, I can't really answer that. You are women a woman. Only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? Oh, this is classic. You want to tell us what a woman is? <laughs> I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male. I will never be a man and so they go on the internet and they're told that all their problems will be solved if they become a man so you worry that there there could be a sort of social contagion element of this a teeny tiny bit maybe is that a guy me at 42 i don't know your child doesn't have a chance and you're affirming it with hormones that have never been used in this way. So there were some doctors for it and against reversible. it. Completely reversible. One of the drugs used is Lupron, right? Which mm-hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders. You know what? I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview. So you don't want to talk about the drugs that you give to kids? or How can they be removing the healthy <laughs> There are masculine girls. There are feminine boys. What are we going to do about that? Carve them up? How can this whole thing be happening, Matt? I wanted us to have a safe place to be able to talk about this. Part of me wants to ask why you care so much. I I care about the truth. I care about children. I care about the women who are having their opportunities stolen from them. Is it transphobic to tell the truth? The interview's over. Let's turn off the cameras. Excuse me. Mark Takano. Yes, he's a douchebag man. Based on what I'm saying, would you ever want to move to America? (laughs) They say no. Never. Yeah, it's good. I do recommend it. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, actually it's very watch that provoking. Yeah, I may. Uh, my wife hasn't watched it yet. I may see if she wants to sit down and watch it with me. It's about an hour and a half. It's, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an easy. Like I said, it's, I think an, the, it's I think, an easy watch. I think yes. the first half hour or so, as he's building kind of the narrative, is a little slow. But once he he really gets into the meat of it, oh yeah, it's it's fascinating and it's scary. What these people think. The professor out in uh, USC or wherever the hell he's at, Berkeley or wherever out yep. in California, and he can't answer questions. He can't do it, or he, he refuses he to won't. do it. Yeah, he knows exactly. No, that's the thing. That that's the fraud of this whole thing. They all know the answer. They all know the answer. They just can't say it. They, well, they they they're just playing games with this whole thing because they're trying to cater to uh, a sensitivity. So I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, the whole campaign is crazy. It, it's just in in what in the the destruction that it's doing to the kids. I know. Is, well, that's that's criminal. kind of part of it. I I was listening to I don't know who who it was. It may have been Matt Walsh on the radio, um, where they're like, "This is going to about ten years. All these kids that are doing this are going to have some severe mental problems. Yeah, they already are, and we're going to have a mental health issue." In five to ten years, because of what's going on now with these kids. Yeah, I agree. I because mean, there's already there's already some that have been very vocal. They made the transition and they regret it, and they, um, you know, they're they're saying they're saying all the same things we are. Like, why would they allow that to happen to me yeah. when I was too young to make that decision? Correct. 
So no, yeah, no, it's not. And good. Well, you know what? They will they will stand and hopefully they will take their experiences and they'll share it with everybody and, and they'll make a difference. Yeah, they will, and they'll be like, hey, you know what? This this thing is not right, and they'll hopefully they'll stand up. That's what, that's kind of what I'm hoping. Yeah, and hopefully it won't be too late. Right. I mean, this is there are some some really crazy outside influences that are are changing the the fabric of our country, you know. And it's just every single day it's just yeah. getting worse. And they move the field goal a little bit further and further. Yeah, it's you ugly, know what, man. what what scares me? You know, they they believe so strongly in wanting to protect. Uh, you know, the feelings and the sanctity, I don't know what you call it, uh, of transgenderism. I get that. They, they they have so much love for them and they have so much, you know, and they want them to be accepted and all that kind of stuff. That That's why they're trying to indoctrinate the, the youngest of kids to, to be embracing of it, right? Right. But the, but the problem is they're confusing children. Correct. They're confusing children who otherwise would not have a gender dysphoria. Right. You'd have you have a very small percentage of kids who are realistically going through gender dysphoria, whereas what they're doing is they're influencing influencing a much higher huge percentage who may make a decision now <coughs> and then in five years when they're twenty three or something like that. Right. Go, Holy shit, what the hell did I do? Right. It's no different than, you know, what do they always say? Uh show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Right? Mm. I mean, it's no different than uh being a of, of you know being a, an A student, and you were kicking ass, and then suddenly now you started hanging out with the the this and the that, and the hoods, yeah, and then like boom, you Sorry, went what? on a, you went the on hoods. a different track. The you hoods. were influenced by different things. You made decisions that you would never have made if you weren't being influenced by them. Right. You, I mean, it's that's the societal risk, right? Of of uh, of you know following following that kind of stuff, so. right? And I think one of the one of the things that I I I have a problem with you're right. <laughs> the chair keeps fucking <laughs> up. It's like slowly dropping me down. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear you anymore. Is um, Your forehead's touching the microphone? You know, I I look at <coughs> I look at websites. You know, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and of course CNN, MSNBC do this, but I'm. I have an issue when Fox does it, when there's a story and it's a transgender, uh, it's a guy who's dressed up like a woman, but they use she throughout the story. Right. Well, they're, yeah. It's a he. Yeah, they're catering to the pronoun. So they're supporting it uh, in that way, is they, how I see yeah, it. Yeah, they are. They are. And Because it, that would invite uh, undue scorn. I don't care. I know, I know, I know. But you know now, now in Canada or in Britain, it's illegal. Can, yeah, yeah, you can be, you can be. It's charged, not here yet. You can charge with a be charged with a crime. So okay, in your Canadian website, change it. Right. Well, I mean, there's already teachers losing their jobs because they refuse to use a certain pronoun. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I there are lots it. of people losing their jobs across the country because they, yeah, they're not getting on board. I mean, I've never heard of somebody not putting the pronouns in their signature or something like that as a as a reason for getting fired. But I mean, I, I will tell you where I work. I mean, there are some that do and some that don't. I don't. Yeah, so, same with me. Some do, some don't. I don't care. Yeah, that's I'm not. I don't care either. I'm not. Uh, Mr. Producer just popped something up on there. What is that? The uh, the uh, MGP. What do they call it? Chat GPT. Yeah. Chat GPT, which you 
are a little addicted to right now. I I'm not addicted to it. I am. Oh, here we go. I'm you, I'm actually fascinated by it. You've been sheathed with it. Yes, I I I I've told it I love it. Oh, is that's that, okay. Is that, is that odd? Be like you too. That is odd. And it, and and it didn't have the response I was hoping for back. Paul, please hug my fan so I can feel my fan overheat. <laughs> I want my alarms to would go you, off. <laughs> would you like me to blow my fan on your... What? So go click on dudes like us, see what happens. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> All right, what's to say? Well, Mr. <coughs> Mr. Producer had uh, pulled something up there previously. When we first started talking about it, uh, it showed up on there about our Dudes Like Us podcast. Well, it, I, yeah, it was but, able to pull up everything, and even I recall it. But I, I maybe think, it listened to it and goes, yeah, "We know. don't need to acknowledge this anymore." Yeah, there we go. I think we alerted it to our existence, and then when it started like scanning through all of our podcasts, it realized that it doesn't like our ideology. Yes, no, we are. This is skewed. Chat GPT. Is oh, it skewed. is. It is. I guarantee it. What do you mean? It's 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 slanted from a, a yes. It's got a liberal bias. Liberal. Oh, were you kidding me? Yes. No. No, not at all. I mean, yeah. No, we're not kidding you. No. Oh, come on. No, I mean... It's a program. It's a program. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. And the people put in... And and Elon said... uh, Elon Musk, this is his his opinion. He goes, there's going to be two forms, just like there's news today. There's going to be your liberal One truth, multiple forms of truth. There's going to be your conservative AI. And people are going to use whichever one they prefer. And believe... Correct and believe because we already know that when you go to the internet you can search you can search for something that's like a hot topic and you will find pro and against right and they're both truth in the eyes of those people correct and I think he said that he wants to create one that is right down the middle you can't it has to be based completely on fact and in every situation there's multiple fact right no well a fact is a fact you can't have two facts contradicting each other can you so. Uh, let's see if, if if we can come up with a, a, a war scenario. What's what's an example of? Um, uh, how about the Israeli war? Podcast. Agent Orange. The, the six day. How about the six day Israeli war? Okay. Labor wars. So they started that war, right? Uh, they uh, the UN said Israel, you are a country in 1947, and then immediately when they did that, all the countries around Israel declared war, and they invaded. They attacked, and Israel. In six days, beat them back and took their territory, right? Kicked their ass, right? But that's beside the point. Now, when you look at that situation, what is the truth, right? If you ask Israel, Israel's like Israelis, they're like, well, the UN uh, officially gave us that land and said, this is, you know, this is our Jewish state, and uh, and we have every right to own this land because the UN said so, whatever, and uh, and here we are. And then you ask the Palestinians, and they would say, well, you were never, that was never your land. That was our land. And who was there first? Thousands of years they've been fighting over this land. Thousands of years, right? Back to the Bible days. And their truth is this was B, you know, BS that you were take, this land was taken from us, and we've been fighting f- to get it back ever since. So how do you, in that example, how, how, how do you say this is the truth? Like, what's the truth, right? Well, you see the interview. Well, this is my truth, right? Which I don't know if I necessarily believe, right? Because the well, UN, me, well, the, well me, the UN, yeah, did what they did. Yes. That's a fact. Yes, right. 
Yes. Did, and did Israel take that? Did the UN and Israel take that from the Palestinians? That's a fact as well. Right. So in other words, so, uh, when you but let me say about this. Let me say it this way. Palestinians lost, Israel won. Right. And who is the aggressor in that scenario? The UN. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I don't disagree with that. But I mean, you 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 see what I'm saying? And and trust me, I I'm not on board with with uh Palestinian uh, terrorists launching indiscriminate missiles into residential areas in Israel. That to me, that's not. That's they're the aggressor. Clearly, the the aggressor. When Israel is not attacking the occupied territories, they're just like coexisting with them, and yet they're launching missiles into Israel. Right. That you know, but in their eyes, they're fighting to get their homeland back. They're fighting the occupiers. Well, you know, yeah, you see, you, you, I get that as well. You know, yeah. It's, so, the, so that's why I bring that up as an example because that is one where, you know, there's you're on one side or you're on the other side. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and you have the, we even have, you know, Congress people, you know, like uh, Omar. Oh yeah. Yeah, spewing anti. What is it? Uh, anti-Semitic. Th- thank you, anti-Semitic. Uh, you know, language, because they clearly view Israel as the occupier. And the you know the aggressor and the well you hear that about the U.S. as well that they that yeah, 100%. Native Americans should get all their land back hundred percent. But then you go okay let's keep going backwards. There is a winner and a loser in every conflict in history. Correct. Let's keep going backwards. Someone was there first. Yeah, even before the Native Americans, before the Palestinians, before the Israelites, someone was there first That's before right. the American Indians. And okay, even when the American Indians were there. Okay, well, the Sioux attacked the Cherokee. That's right. Oh, the tribes were constantly killing each other. Doing this thing. Right. So you'd have to go back and back and back and back and back. Okay, well, who are the you, original You will never find the, the – because it, it, it'll – eventually it'll be like cavemen fighting Correct. over – Well, like, it, the Neanderthals and the Cro-Magnon man – had lots of battles. Right. So who and they ate each other. Let's chat let's go let's track right. our DNA back to that and who was the original. Well twenty three and me, I'm Neanderthal. You're Cro Magnon, aren't you, Sean? So you owe him money. I don't remember. Because Neanderthal on your, your twenty three and me, I think you were aren't you Cro Magnon? <laughs> Actually I, I don't even remember that. <laughs> no. Homo sapiens are <laughs> Homo sapiens are uh evolved from Neanderthals. What's Cro Magnon? Is it the opposite? I said it wrong? I don't know. Shit, I'm wrong. Okay, well, chat GBT. Where did Homo sapiens evolve from? Cro-Magnon man or Neanderthals? I thought it was Neanderthals. Crap. Now, I was insulting Sean, and apparently I insulted myself. Wouldn't that be just be typical? Well, now I'm, I'm, I'm loading up my 23 and me. Let's see if you have any Neanderthal. See if I'm a, if I'm a Paul. What you need to do... Is in your tree, find the oldest landowner. It's two words, I think. Yeah, find the oldest landowner in your family history that had land stolen from them, and you lay a claim. Well, so it says, hey, uh, Sean, you have more Neanderthal DNA than 53% of all of our customers. Does it really say that? Yeah. Okay, so... So and they have a picture of an ape. Okay, so are some of us Cro-Magnon? What, what does we, that mean? What does it that says, mean? Yeah. It says, uh, it says, you inherited a small amount of DNA from your Neanderthal ancestors. Out of the 7,462 variants we tested, we found 241 variants in your DNA that trace back to the Neanderthals. Altogether, 
Your Neanderthal ancestry accounts for less than 2% of your DNA. Oh, you freaking Neanderthal. Uh, so you have uh, Neanderthal DNA that may influence your traits. You have, uh, let me see here, you're less likely to have fear of heights, which is absolutely true. Do you have a big forehead? Uh, have a worse sense of direction. Oh, I'm the worst. I get lost going to the bathroom. You have Sean right there. Holding <laughs> the rock. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. There Contemplative. He is. That's, that's uh, Sean. Being a better sprinter than a distance runner. That's true. You have. You also have diminished frontal lobe <laughs> capacity. Being less likely to prefer salty foods over sweet. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, I love jerky. I, I don't think we want to come up with a list of traits from Neanderthals that you share. Shane. And I don't sweat I, very much, I don't too. Think that's it says go uh, well. being more likely to sweat during a workout. That's not. I don't sweat a whole lot. Having more dandruff. Eh. What are you talking about? This is Neanderthal traits? Being less likely to blush easily. I don't know about that. Oh, good Lord. We I have like, what, three-tenths of a percent of you in you? So... Yeah, whatever. There is. Okay, uh, hold on. So there are. So 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 that would imply that we have Cro-Magnon man in us too, right? Well, the word Neanderthal is a nod uh, to a 17th-century German theologian uh, named Holcomb Neander, uh, and the uh, secluded valley that he loved to visit. Nearly 200 years after uh, Neander's death, uh, peculiar bones were found in the valley, initially believed to belong to a human with bone deformities. But it was, in fact, a Neanderthal. But it was uh, until 1886 when two nearly completely... All right, so whatever. He, he was the founder I think it, who came up with so, it. Yeah, I think it went Neanderthal, then Cro-Magnon. Well, no, they did coexist because I think they did mate. Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal did well, actually, at some it point says, crossbreed. So they have here the, the, the history of uh, finding common ground. It says studying the Neanderthal uh, genome revealed uh, the ancestor... Um, human, human meat Neanderthal. So it says around sixty thousand years ago, a group of humans left Africa and interbred with the Neanderthals in the Western Asia. If we were to add up all, so these... it's just different race of. No, they were. No, more, these are they, they were chromosomally, chromosomally, chromosomally different. Really? Yeah, we we had a little bit of it was yeah, it different. was cross species mating. It would be like. It would be like a moose and a deer mating. I wonder, um, eh, whatever. I mean, it's interesting. So they now, all they have all kinds of cool things. And I, you now, know, whenever like, you frustrate me, I'm going to call you a Neanderthal. Eh, you Neanderthal. Right. I'll take it. You yeah. Cro-Magnon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point in you doing that, you were supposed to go back and look to find somebody in your ancestry that had land stolen from them. I don't have anybody in my. In you history. don't know that. Yeah, I do. It doesn't say. Well, it doesn't flag people who lost land. No, what it flags is that my grandfather, great grandfather, stole uh, land from somebody else. No, he came from Ireland. Well, what about in Ireland? What the fuck, man? Somebody probably stole land from somebody in your family, and you can go back and go get it. Get the potatoes. Oh. My be... point is, we all lay claim to something. I mean, that's what they're doing now. Oh yeah. I mean, reparations. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Maybe sh- you should get reparations from the Scottish. Maybe, maybe we ought to go get reparations from the Ottoman Empire or the Barbary pilot pirates. Yeah, let's go. Let's go hit up the Barbary pirates' I've, children. I have never wanted to be part of Twenty Three and Me until now. What reparations can I can I can cash I get, in on? I, know. I guarantee in Germany somebody stole something from somebody back in the fourteen hundreds or something. Oh, I'm you know, it's I'm in. 
that's the way they did it. They would like, you know, if if you had a, a small kingdom, and I'm the king, and uh, you got all these little serfs that work, for, you know, within you to to provide commerce for they, your community. You give them protection, and they yeah. and they pay a fee. Yeah, that's why you've got the Monty Python. It's good to be king. Yeah. <laughs> Did I send you the Monty Python skit about Loretta? Did I send you that? Is that the one where he's like talking about being a woman? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love from that Life of Brian. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> he said he's not going to change it. They're pressuring him to change it. And he's like, mm, I'm not going to do it. Sorry. Why, why would he change it? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's, well, because it's the way reality is now. It's the woke mob trying to get him to cave, and he won't, and I like it. Well, I appreciate he, the Well, fact he's that at he's the age caving. where he's like, fuck it. Exactly. I'm 85 or how old he is, and screw you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for him. My career basically done. I'm just riding the coattails. Is he really 85? John Cleese? I actually I don't know. He's old. He's probably. Hey, Mr. Producer, by the way, can you pull that up? I could Monty Python. Loretta. Loretta. I couldn't get through it. I was watching it with Shelley. You didn't watch it? Well, we we were watching it, and Shelley was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna go wash clothes or something." <laughs> she was like, she was gonna do anything, wash windows or something. She couldn't finish it. And I thought it was it, it got tedious, but it was funny. And so, and is it is it Brian's mother? I, I never saw the movie, so I have no idea. Oh, you've never seen it? No. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's two minutes long. It's a little tedious. Yeah. yeah. Well, I played just a little bit of it. No, I'm talking about the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. Oh, yes. So the scene like ours must reflect such a divergence of interest within its power base. Agreed, Francis. Yeah, I think Judith's point of view is very valid, Ray. Provided the movement never forgets that it is the unalienable right of every man or woman or woman to rid himself <laughs> or herself or herself. Agreed. Thank you, brother. Or sister. Or sister. <laughs> Where was I? I think you finished. Oh, right. <laughs> Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. <laughs> what? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. <laughs> you want to have babies? It's every man's to right to have babies. babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to gestate? You're going to keep it in a box? He's crying. Yeah, he's crying. Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. <laughs> we shall fight the oppressors so for stupid. your right to have babies, brother. Sister. This is so true. What's the point? What's the point? Of Which is exactly what they've done. That's exactly what they've done. Babies. Mm. They managed it is to. Symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Uh, ding 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 ding. There it is. So and they're, they're, and that was made when? So the they're 70s. actually uh, John. They're after. They're going after John Cleese to to try to change that. Yes. yes. To scratch that whole scene. Yeah. To cut it out. Good for him, man. Over my dead body. Uh, they yeah. will, though. 
1969. Oh, that's well, when well, it they'll put a warning on it. I that, guarantee they'll put a warning <coughs> on it. That's where the troops started. When did Life of Brian come out? I guarantee you they'll start changing it, and you won't even know it. They'll have the video, and they'll—I mean, come on, it's easy to do. Anytime you want to stream something, it's on a server. All they have to do is edit the oh, yeah. movie on the server. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Unbeknownst to anybody, yeah, I mean, that's what they did. Uh, they do that all the time, even with Congress. Uh, uh, I don't think interviews. you're allowed to do that to movies. You just can't without approval. I don't think you can. Yeah, it's like they're tra- not. They don't need trademark. approval. It's they don't trade- care about approval. Well, they they do with the trademark and stuff. But you're right. Sued. I mean, they're getting rid of. They don't follow any laws anymore. Well, but they're also that, going back and altering books, right? Which is ridiculous. Like yeah. Doctor Seuss books, and uh, there was another one recently where the guy. I mean, died long ago, of course. Yeah, God, who was that? Yeah, what was that one? Um, the the what the bears? No, it had it. Monty Python. I mean, uh, you're right. Doctor Seuss was definitely one of them. But there was another one. It was a big one too. Yeah, I know. It's one we've all heard of. Oh, yeah. We all we all grew up le- reading or whatever. I can't think of it. Uh, maybe we'll think of it later. Anyway, what, 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 uh, outside of Doctor Seuss? Yeah, there was there was another. Was one. it the Bible? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. No. Well, they've done lots of changes with the Bible. Uh, yeah. It's forever changing. Yeah, we we can get into that if you want. But, <laughs> oops, excuse me. I was going to ask you, what is your favorite Monty Python movie? I don't really have one. I've never watched one. Oh. I've seen snippets of ones. I've never watched like Monty any? Python. Like any? Like a uh, history? I may have history watched of the world. Is that? Is oh that? no, that's that's Mel Brooks. Oh, yeah. that's not my. Monty so Python. I like Mel Brooks. I mean, yeah. Spaceballs stands out. But Spaceballs. You know. That's a funny movie. Yeah. Rick Moranis, right? The Schwartz. Yeah, a, may the Schwartz be with you. His, his helmet is like gigantic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Daphne Zuniga is uh, Princess Leia. Oh, oh gosh, you just like saying that that name, don't I you? I do. She, yeah, well, she was cute, wasn't she? Yeah, she was in Melrose Place. Yeah, they got oh, John Candy that's in right. there. And who was uh, uh, Joan Rivers? Joan <laughs> Rivers as C three PO. See if you can pull up a small little uh, video chat of that. It, well, Han, every, Han Solo is uh, the guy from Independence Day. Yes, yes it is. I'll be damned. Yeah, they I have. I didn't uh, know that. that he was I, I love the part balls. where the spaceballs, they the androids escape from the Princess Leia's uh, ship, and they crash on the planet Tatooine, and the the stormtroopers are down there, and they're kind of like, "Hey, have you guys found it?" And they got the the white stormtroopers. <laughs> no, we haven't found it because they literally have a comb, comb. and they're combing yes. it, and they have black stormtroopers there with a pick, with and a big like, ass pick though. Yeah, and the black guys are like, "We ain't found shit. We ain't found shit." That was great. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that again. <laughs> yeah. They're doing uh, Wizard of Oz walk. There we go. Tell them to comb the desert, you hear me? Comb the desert! <laughs> They're you dragging the a big genuine. comb. Sir? What? <laughs> Are we being too literal? No, you fool. We're following orders. We were told to comb the desert, so we're combing it. What's the combination? One, two, oh, they three, cut it out. That 1987 when that came out. out too. That was right around when uh, you know Empire Strikes Back. I think. Uh, no, Empire Strikes Back was 84, 85. 84. Well, no, actually, no. Return of the Jedi was like 84. So Empire Strikes Back was like 1980. Yeah. Well, it was. Well, the first one was 77. Yeah. 77 and probably 81, 82, wouldn't it be? 80. There you go. Yeah. 1980. You figure of all people, I would have done that. 
Yeah, I thought you were like a big time Star Wars. I'm still Wars. trying to figure out the uh, apparently not the uh, the books that were altered that you're trying to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, we moved on. We can't figure it out. There were kid books. I can't. I can't remember because I don't. Rec- I recognize the books. I don't recognize. I mean, were the they animals? Then. Were there was animals in them? Was that the Winnie the Pooh? No, wasn't Winnie the Pooh. It wasn't like a turtle. A turtle one. Dolls work. Who? No. Chocolate like uh, Charlie. Oh, the chocolate rolled, factory. rolled doll. Yeah, right there. Yeah. It's Dolls. Oh, books. that's his name. Yeah, rolled doll. But what were the books? What, it's like what, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. And the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. As, as African pygmy people. Okay, the, I'm not sure I knew how how big of an author he was, actually. All right, well, so what other books did he have? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. What yeah, that's a huge Like one. Also, the, the Oompa Loompa and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and they removed the word fat and the word ugly from all Dahl's books. Apparently, the guy was a douche nozzle in real life. So, Oh, really? Yeah. You know, my brother and I were having a very interesting conversation about fat people. Really? And uh, that fat people uh, express, uh, expire, expire, express less carbon dioxide than skinny people. They don't fart? Well, they, well, no, well that's, are like that's methane. methane. We're talking about like carbon dioxide. Oh, like breath? Right, breath. So people who are skinny that like eat, have high metabolism, eat more often, uh, that kind of thing, they produce more carbon dioxide. So we were kind of hypothesizing or, or you know, kind of See, coming my, up with a plan. My spin on that. Is that, well, climate alarmists should encourage obesity. Yeah. Right? Has there been a study with this? I don't know. He just kind of... So we here, can ask chat GPT. Here's my, my thought on that, is that if Oh, it, it says, you uh, additionally... Are, oh, here we go. Here it is right here. A person's metabolic rate can also indicate how much carbon dioxide they will release. Obese individuals tend to release more carbon dioxide than somebody with an average body weight. My brother's completely wrong. Yeah, you tell that son what of a, a bitch to shut the front door. He doesn't listen to our podcast, but I will tell him the first moment I get. Excess body weight means more food consumed. That's what I said earlier. I was like, this means we're going to eat more cow, more huh. beef. And didn't you say someone's killing a couple hundred thousand cows? I think Ireland wants to, yes, Ireland wants to kill 200,000 cows because it helps climate change or something. That doesn't make sense to me. So you're going to kill a bunch of cows. What's it going to do to your food Well, they they chain? already want to wean people off of beef because it's bad for the environment. Right. Um, well, another one was uh, Dal had the James and the Giant Peach. Uh, and, I know uh, that one. I've, I've, I know there's a boob. I've never seen it. But yeah. Uh, well, the so they were like uh, offensive words and well, well, fat. Hold on. Like butthole. No, no there was uh, the, the grasshopper God. in the Just James in the so giant peach. The grasshopper declares at one point, "I'd rather be fried alive and eaten by a Mexican." And that was cut out. Mexicans eat grasshoppers. Ah, that's yeah, what how, I was like. How, how is that racist? Well, it, that's just the whole point. Is that they're fucking idiots. I've had grasshopper. Oh, when I was down there. Huh. Was it good? It was very earthy. Was it oh. crunch, crunchy, like fried? They fry them up, yeah. And huh. they chop them up. Oh, like hibachi grasshopper. Well, I don't know. It comes out all chopped up. And I had... Uh, Were they large? No, yeah. They're pieces. Why would you Why would you do this? Uh, because I was out with my team. And, and they're like, <laughs> make the American eat them. <laughs> no. Um, Did he eat it? They got a... Oh what God. an idiot. He they ate got the grasshopper. A, they got an appetizer. It was cheese 
with a big pile of crickets on top. Oh, like queso. You just like dip queso, it in there? and you just eat that. So oh, I had that's that. disgusting. Uh, do you eat the like the egg, the legs of it, and everything? All of it. They just chop it all up. Oh, that's so disgusting. So it's pieces. I'm sorry. No. no. And then, and you know what? The, there are people that want us to eat bugs instead of beef. Yeah, it it's more. Very, it has more protein. And, and bullshit yeah. like that. And I got the carnitas, uh, which is pork, right? Yes. I got carnita tacos. And uh, one, sure? one of my other guy was had got the uh, grasshopper. They don't call them grass. It's a word I can't remember the right. word. Uh, uh, tacos. Biochos. And, and we swapped one. And I ate one. I was like, "Yeah, one's enough." It was very uh, crunchy. Tastes, no, it uh, very earthy, like grass and dirt. Oh, that's disgusting. But uh, but carnitas was much better. Oh yeah, the carnitas are delicious. Of course. Well, he loved them. He ate them. You know, you grew up eating that stuff, right? Yeah, so there you go. I had one, and I was like, I got it. I ate it, and I, and I was like, I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat four of them. Were they called saltamontes? No. Were they called biojos? So, so what? I mean, biojos. What is no. the grossest thing that your parents made you eat growing up? Lima beans. Lima beans. I'm not sure if I had lima beans. No, that's just a vegetable that I refuse to have in my house as an adult. I can't stand broccoli. That's weird. Uh, one of the grossest things my mom made. I don't like it. Oh, sauerkraut. I won't touch sauerkraut. I like sauerkraut. Oh, it's man, disgusting. I love it. Oh, it's disgusting. In fact, it if, I if, can't get past the smell. If Jeff and I have to go do uh, some estate sales, oh, sauerkraut I will before. open up a can of sauerkraut and eat it for lunch knowing that That's I'm going to drive bomb him. away. Oh, then he goes in the garage best. and rips one. Like, Dude, that the whole was house. you. And then, and then you that rip. was you. He ripped the loudest fart I have heard in across the house. I was in the kitchen in an estate sale. In an estate sale. Who it was that? in the that's kitchen. Like the, that's like the quietest. The house was empty, and you hear this. <laughs> it was just like you heard it across the dam, and I was like, "Jeff, I did." <laughs> did you hear it? He just tried to blame it on me. It's like. <laughs> the thing about estate sales is it's like it's quiet and solemn. Yes. It's almost like a. It's almost like going. Yeah, to my a dad funeral. died, so uh, we're yeah, trying it's to sell like all going this to your stuff. Here you guys are walking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was by myself. I was by myself. I didn't Idiots. realize it was going to be quite as. <laughs> you guys are neat. Audible as it did. Man. Totally stupid. No, but the grossest thing, we bought a. Uh, I bought it. My parents bought a side of beef, and had the big freezer right. Right. Well, everything came with it—the heart, the tongue, Ooh. all of it. And my mom made the tongue, and she was going through. They didn't have internet back then, so she was going through her Betty Crocker book or whatever. How do you make tongue? And she had this. I remember her sitting there, and I was watching her. She had this big tongue sitting on the counter, and she was scraping the taste buds off. Oh, cool! And why would she even want to do that? Because she's trying to harness every part of the animal. Yeah, we. Like yeah. the native Indians? Yes. So <laughs> she scraped this off, and, you know, it's nasty. It was this big tongue with a big, where the, the attaches, so it's all kind of meaty back in there. With, and like, little things hanging down. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then she, I mean, I could see that being, like, a canned meat night dare. Like, let's eat the tongue of a, of a cow. Right. But so, no, that does nothing for me. Yeah, so, no. she, so she cooked it. and uh, you, you can get brains, too. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the sweetbreads. Um she cooked it? No. She, she no, cooked, no, no, the, the, cooked uh, the tongue, and uh, she, she pulled it out, put it on the table. Me and my sister, we all ate dinner together back then, right? You all yeah, sit I as know. a family. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, we sat there, and she's like, I don't know if I made this right, you know? You I may know, die. I don't know. Oh, no, it was cooked. I'm amazed she told you what it was. Hey, everybody, it's meatloaf. Dig in. <laughs> you can see it was a tongue. By the way, this cow it's used to lick tongue. his cud. It's this gigantic tongue. It looked like a tongue. Yeah, it was a huge cow tongue. 
Did you slice into it? Yeah. Well, well how did she cook it? She just stuck it in the oven and roasted it. Oh, that's disgusting. Like, oh. tented it with foil. And oh, my God. It was, she, it was she nasty. She, like, stab a bunch of uh, The whole house spice. smelled like tongue. Did, like She had, like, cloves this, poked in there. This is abuse. No. <laughs> Slice some pineapple rings and put it on top. Oh, like so, did you try it? Uh, I had one little bite. It was, like, a hunk of gristle. Uh, I don't think she cooked it right. Did it taste like pork? My, no. My dad took a piece. My dad would eat anything. And even he was like... He yeah. couldn't do it. He's like, I'm a lot of times this. it's the texture. It's not it's it's right. not the taste, it's the texture. Right. And I don't know if my sister tried it, but uh my dad was like, Yeah, if he was the one going, Yeah, I'm not gonna eat it, then we were out. So Oh yeah, yeah. And then for I sure. think I think he Because he could eat anything. Right. I think the uh, everybody the, waited for him first. Yes. <laughs> I think the worst thing I we ate growing up that I didn't want to eat but I I ate it anyways was liver. Ah, oh, forget it. I've never tried it. Oh, my mom would make liver and onions. Yeah. Well, then, and then what's the blood blood pie or blood cake? Blood pudding. Oh, I didn't have blood that. pudding. Yeah, blood. Pudding, I didn't eat that either. Which is liver? I have no idea. I've never had it. Never will. There's there they swear by it in Great Britain. I swear by what? They blood pudding. It's like the best ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, yeah. What what exactly is in blood pudding? I thought it was liver. Well, I mean, when you think about it, it's uh. uh it? I think you're on images. Yeah. Let, let's see what it is. Oh, so uh, well, black pudding uh, is a uh, well. That's black oh, pudding. That's is black pudding the same thing as blood pudding? Yes, yes, it is. I believe it is. There, there's, there's your beef tongue. Oh come on, that's a hard pass. That's a hard <laughs> pass. Yeah. I mean, at least chop it up and put, uh, put like that looks like know, a shoe. What, what, at least chop it up into cubes and put, you know, toothpicks in them. No. I, I would right. Like I would, don't don't make it look like I'd a put that a in a jerky bag and, and dry it up. Man. Yeah, it disgusting. might be good that. Oh way. no, no, this, that's but, definitely not it. It says finely diced pork fat. But one of the things that so it's uh, blood blood pudding. One of the sandwiches I hear are outstanding oh, are at the Jewish delis. Yeah, in New York are tongue sandwiches. It's oh. sliced thin. I guess I've never gotten it, oh. but people are like, if you go get a tongue tongue sandwich. Yeah, I'll pass on that too. Next time you go to New York, you should. Uh, Here is what I'm talking about. It's Polish blood sausage. It's filled with blood and cooked. Uh, what is it? Uh, or dried and mixed with filler until it's thick enough to solidify when cooled. So it kind of needs to co- okay, so it's coagulate. Just, so it's just blood. Yeah, mostly from a pig, sheep, lamb, cow, chicken, or goose. So typical fillers include meat, fat, suet. Well, you made some sausages there a couple of days. You sent him pictures. You got your new little sausage yeah. Yeah, which, by the way. I did. I are we getting one. a cut of that, or what's yeah, going you, on? I'll give you something like really? uh, I thought you were going to whip some up for our intermission. No, nah, they're frozen right now. Son of a bitch. You bastard. Yeah, I know. All right, well, I'll tell any, you what. Do you have any tongue? It's a very exciting uh, first sausage. half. Uh, we're, we're learning more and more about what we do, and, you know. And plus, I got a little bit of buzz barking on. I think that little pre-shot we did before the... Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about that. That's Rebecca's Creek. Yeah, we did a uh, Rebecca's Creek. It was is it Rebecca's or Rebecca Creek? But we need to go look. Rebecca's? There is a plural. I mean, a possessive. It's a whatever one. Possessive. It has an S on oh, it. Is it Rebecca's or Rebecca's? Rebecca's. <laughs> it's double up, though. All right, so uh, Dudes Like Us, it is uh, June uh, 6th. Thank you, Mr. Producer, Mr. Austin. I'm Sean. I'm Paul. And I'm Jeff. 